The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the book club show on Inspire 105.1 FM. My name is Imrana and today is Tuesday the 20th of April and we are in the second week of Ramadan. Mashallah, I hope you have had a wonderful start um, to this blessed uh, blessed month. Um, and of course, it's always about making, um, you know, big and beautiful intentions and to continue uh, renewing them um, throughout uh, throughout the month um, and today I'm really excited um, to be joined by two young guests who are Zahra and Sophia um, and they'll be talking a little bit about some of their um, well a couple of their favorite books and linked to Ramadan we'll be talking about some of the intentions um, that they have uh, made and also um, how they're hoping to spend their time um, as well so we're going to start off the first half of the show um, with Zara and she's going to talk about um, a couple of books so first thing is Assalamualaikum Zahra Assalamualaikum how are you this morning good Good. And how um how is everything going? How is school? Uh good. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's good. And how are you finding Ramadan? Uh good. Just good as well. Yeah. Okay. Um now when we were talking a little bit about um the fact that we were when obviously Ramadan um started, we wanted to make some like intentions for the month because you know it's really good habit to kind of uh, do that before you start any type of action. Um so what kind of intentions did you have for this month? Um to uh to do um off uh do while I'm doing the Mars, yeah, after I do the third, three thirds. Um Yes, go on. Yeah, what, what yeah, was your and then yeah. after doing those, then um, doing sunnah. Oh, so you've made intention that when you do your prayer, when you do your namaz, uh, because at the moment you usually just do fud that you'd like to, uh, you you wanted to add to do sunnah as well. Yeah. All right, Masha, that's yeah, that's a really really good one because I think the fantastic thing about Ramadan is, you know, if we if we are blessed enough to to be able to, um, you know. Uh, have it visit us again every year it's kind of good to maybe you know take it as an opportunity to um you know change our habits I guess or, or try to you know improve on some of the things that we already do so mashallah yeah that's really really good um are there any other intentions that you made for Ramadan um to to uh, help um you in the kitchen Oh, to help me in the kitchen. Yes, that is true. And I think you have been really, really good. So we've been preparing um, a bit of stuff for iftar or, you know, you've been setting the table, which has been very helpful. Um, Zahra Mashallah actually also um, likes um, uh, washing the dishes, which is an absolutely fantastic plus point. Um, so that's always very, very helpful. So yes, Jazakallah for that. And what was, I think you had a third intention as well, did you? Or... Oh, we can't remember right now what what it was. So it was reading the sunnah. It was helping. Um, uh, I mean, the kitchen. What was the third one? Oh, we don't remember right now, do we? Okay, I'll have to. It'll have to come back to us, inshallah. Um, so now coming because obviously this is um the book club show. Um, what were the couple of the books that you have um chosen to speak about today? So what is the title and who is it written by? Uh, this one is called Welcome Ramadan, and it is uh, the author is Lila Asif Darabin. Fantastic. Okay, so um, the book is called uh, Welcome Ramadan. Lovely. And what is it that you liked about this book in particular? I liked about like it um, shows about like um, about the about like a little bit of humor because it has like uh thinking about like fasts and um mm-hmm. yeah and like it, it um it's showing that ramadan can bring some of the family together 
Ah, oh, Ramadan can bring some of the family together. That is also always one of the really nice things um, about Ramadan, isn't it? And um, what is it? It, it? Does it have a bit of a blurb or just to give some information? What does it say at the back of the book? The author with the main characters, her daughter, Mesa, Mesa, and son, Bilal. Leela Asif Darabain, who lives in Windsor, Canada, has a Master of Science de degree from University of Alberta. She wrote this book so that parents and teachers who are not familiar with Ramadan will have a handy resource to use at home or in the classroom. Fantastic. Okay, so she obviously as an author um, wrote this book. Maybe it sounds like not maybe just for Muslims, but maybe even for, for people who aren't Muslim to learn more about Ramadan. And actually at the, at the back of the book, it, it does have like a parent teacher guide um, and explains information about Ramadan, the fact that it's a nine month ninth month of the Islamic lunar calendar um, that's one of the five pillars of Islam um, or talks about you know how young people or young children you know experience it and what exactly fasting entails so I think it's yeah it actually even though it is a children's book I think definitely I would agree it seems like a good resource um, for schools to have um, the book itself um, is has been published by good word um, and obviously they do do quite a few different books you know for children um, did you want to just read um, Zahra literally the, the first page just to give listeners a bit of an idea of, of what the book kind of like sounds like hello moon what a welcome sight we've searched you we've searched for you throughout the night seeing you now tells Muslims all not to not to eat or drink until nightfall. Alright, mashallah. And and what about the um illustration? So on this in this on this particular page that you've just read, uh, what is the what are the illustrations like? What can you see? Um Meza and Bilal are on the balcony of the house mm -hmm. and, and looking at the um, moon. And they're looking at the moon. Okay. And what shape is the moon? Crescent. Right. And what is, do you know what the significance, Zahra? What is the significance in Ramadan of the crescent moon? What does that mean? Uh, to show that Ramadan has begun. Yeah, because obviously we start off with the new moon. But obviously when it's really, really um, early on, you can't actually see in the night sky. But after maybe day two or day three it, you, it looks like a crescent moon doesn't it and then everyone goes out um to to go and try to spot the moon as well so that's really really a lovely and, and nice thing to do um so what else do you like about welcome um ramadan what else do you like about this book uh, it also says here uh, when they're talking about um like fasting it says but when the sun is ready to rise they will not eat not one bite. Why can't we eat? Wondered Bilal. No breakfast, no lunch, no snacks. I'll be so hungry. What? No lot, no lunch. Maza laughed. You and I are still too young to fast, you know, and we do need food to help us grow. Mm, that's true. So, like the with yourself, um, how many? Because obviously you're still quite young, aren't you? How old are you? Nine. You're nine years old, mashallah. And so, obviously, you don't actually, um, strictly speaking, you know, have to fast. Like it's not an obligation on you yet. Um, but why? But did you? Oh, and I think we've just remembered what our third intention mm -hmm. was, wasn't it? So, what was your third intention for uh, for this much? to try and do nine fasts nine fasts inshallah because you're nine years old okay but so coming back to this page that you've just read the fact that see, younger children don't have to fast so what is the reason that you kind of feel no you'd actually like to try to fast uh, because like to help you um do it when you're older that's true okay so almost like trying to get in in a bit of a habit so you, know, yeah. you start now so then when you have to then it'll be a bit easy yeah so, like yeah. a warm-up like a Walmart that's a fantastic way of looking at it yeah that's true I like that and and are there any other reasons so what what is it about fasting because you did keep you did keep some fasts um last year as well didn't yeah. you yes mashallah and and how do you how do you find the experience of, of fasting I I don't it is a little bit hard but I find yeah. it kind of normal because mm -hmm. like I don't really have that much snacks 
Uh, okay, because your habit is you don't really snack much. You, you have you're yeah. very good at your meal time. So yeah. okay, so alhamdulillah, I guess that is definitely a good thing because you don't because you're not used to snacking anyway. Mm-hmm. When it comes to fasting, you, you find it maybe a little bit easier. Okay, so yeah. what what is it about the fast that you find maybe hard or challenging? Uh, that you can't have any sip of water. Ah, you can't have any sip of water. Yes, even that's if you true. really, really, really want it, you can't have it. Yeah. So even if you're feeling really thirsty. So what do you think, as Muslims, then? So what do you think we learn um, about keeping fasts and 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 fasting during the month of Ramadan? What you know? What what benefit do you think? Or is there uh, a benefit? Do you think? Uh, I think it's a uh there is a benefit of because like then you realize that uh, like if you were poor then like it mm-hmm. is quite a hard experience okay yeah that's you can't true. really get food and then it's really hard yeah so it kind of it increases i guess your your empathy for people mm-hmm. who who are maybe struggling definitely yeah. yeah 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 i think it makes you much much more mindful and and i think maybe personally as well yeah you feel a bit more gratitude to allah um because actually we you know we we have you know a house to live in we have a fridge you know full of food so even though we can't eat you know during the day mm-hmm. obviously as soon as you know the sun sets you know we, we can obviously we have a lovely iftar and we we have yeah. food available to us so definitely i mm-hmm. i agree with you there um fantastic so this book um welcome um ramadan um is there anything else so you know um you said that uh, so the one thing is obviously it's kind of a rhyming because it, do you do you like books that rhyme uh, yeah, I quite like them because like it gives it a rhythm mm. to the. So do you think it makes it like a bit more? Yeah, interesting? more. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit more interesting and cheerful. Mm. So do you think it would be good? It would. Is this a book you would recommend to like other parents to buy their children? Uh, yeah, because even like if you're not Muslim, it can also teach you something. Okay. Yeah, that's about true. like someone else's religion and then how they do something yeah that's true definitely and 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 um so you would recommend it so not just to, yeah. to muslim parents but even maybe non-muslim parents yeah. as well fantastic that's so then, good like you know that like what they follow and then like mm. what you follow yeah and that's important isn't it if we if we learn about each other's faith and the way you know different people's you know culture then it's a yeah definitely of course it's it's a good thing um so all right so it's a rhyme book and and what about you 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 were describing one of the illustrations before do you like um books with illustrations and do you like these illustrations in particular or not yeah i quite like these i quite like having illustrations because it gives me a little bit more um structure what's like how it looks and like it gives me that mm-hmm. um uh, some imagination mm-hmm. and i do quite like this type of illustration because like it's not really like not really um uh it's mm-hmm. not as in it's not it doesn't have a lot of detail in it mm-hmm. but it doesn't have like too it's not too bland as in it's mm. not it's a nice uh choice of colors in there and then yeah uh, yeah. yeah i think the faces like they don't have wrinkles or anything it's just mm-hmm. like an mm-hmm. eyes nose eyebrows and a mouth okay so it's kind of good the, the illustrations are quite simple but they are yeah. colorful definitely I, I agree with you there it's really lovely actually to look at um some of the pages and and how vibrant you know some of the colors are that's always um you know definitely a nice thing um fantastic okay so that that's a welcome um ramadan that that you uh, was your first choice that you wanted to talk about today and um, what was the second book that you chose that you wanted to speak about the second one was is called the proudest blue by the uh, the author an olympic medalist ibtihaj muhammad and it mm-hmm. says the art was by hatem ali um oh, yeah hi. i think it might be ali yeah but hatem oh, ali. ali um yes yeah, so it's called the proudest blue a story of hijab and family um and this actually i'm so i was really happy when zahra said that she wanted to speak about in the show because it's even one of my um favorite books as well definitely um so do you want to talk a little bit about uh what this book about is there a blurb that you can share with the listeners um, it's a very short one but do you want to read it out uh, yeah. i see asia's hijab is like the ocean and the sky no line between them saying hello with a loud wave saying i'll always be there 
like sisters like me and Asia. yeah mashallah. okay so straight away what who this book which perspective or whose perspective is it written from uh, it's from uh, uh Asia's sister yeah so is it big sister or little sister little sister yeah so it's a little sister who's talking about her older sister who wears the hijab right mm -hmm. okay so what did you think about the title why do you think it's called the proudest blue um, on the front, the illustration has like um, Asya's little sister, and then it has her sister like the sea, and then it has like her hijab on, and hmm. yeah, and it's like being mixed in with the sea, and then like her face. Yeah, so so Asya's um, Asya, who's the older sister, her hijab is really lovely, lovely um, ocean blue color, isn't mm -hmm. it? And then it blends. So her hijab, you know, that she's wearing, blends into the rest of the book cover, which yeah. looks like the ocean. And then the younger sister is in like, like a really cute little paper boat. Yeah. So when you look at the sister's face, looking at her older sister, what expression do you think the younger sister has on her face? I think that she's like she's happy that like um her sister that's happy mm. and also it makes her inspired to all to also have like that type of hijab yeah exactly and, like mm -hmm. that oh like she like mm -hmm. I want to wear it too so mm. that I can become like my sister too as in yeah. we can be twins yeah exactly I think there's a, you can sense a lot of love and and actually when you look at the younger sister's face you can sense actually almost a sense of pride isn't it maybe that's mm -hmm. why the you know the title says um the proudest blue so that's yeah. fantastic um and so do you want to open um the book and how what how does the first um or what does it what, what does it say just in this little blurb in inside here the first book cover the first day of wearing hijab is important it also it means being strong mm -hmm. with her new backpack and light up shoes Pfizer Pfizer knows the first day of school is going to be special it's the start of a brand new year and best of all it's her older sister Arcee's first day of hijab made of fabric of beautiful blue like the ocean waving to the sky but not everyone sees hijab as beautiful and in the face of, and in the face of hurtful confusing words confusing words Pfizer will find new ways to be strong Mm, fantastic so um when you re re read that initial blurb what did you think you know that what did it make you think about the book that what would it uh, that mean? like it like you have to have a quite a lot of faith to do this as in mm. like to yeah you have to um put a lot of faith into what who you are and like what you um follow yeah so it's definitely yeah I guess it's a lot about faith for sure and um and what did you like about this book um in particular was it I quite like that mm -hmm. like um the first page of the book because mm -hmm. it says mama holds out the pink mama loves pink but Asia shakes her head I know why behind the counter is the brightest blue the color of the ocean if you squint your eyes and pretend there's no line between the water and the sky it's the it's the first day of hijab Asia knows it I know it we're sisters. Okay, so what do you like about the start of the book, that introduction? I quite like that because, like, uh, she has quite a lot of pride, like, we're saying, that like, we're mm. sisters, as mm. in it's, like, happy. Yeah, and you have a sister as well, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I guess it's something that maybe you can you can relate to. And, and mm -hmm. this conversation is obviously taking place in a lovely um, a hijab, hijab, shop. A hijab shop. Yeah, yeah. with the beautiful different coloured hijabs, which is lovely. Um, so now what do you think in terms of the, the message that this book is giving to, to other children, to other boys and girls? Is there a particular message? Uh, yeah, that um, like you don't 
always have to like do this you can also make like your own decisions mm, definitely because I see this book the one good thing is I think yeah they're, they're showing the character of Asia wanting she's making a choice that she wants to wear hijab and on top of that she's making a choice that no I don't want like the pink hijab I want that really lovely yeah. blue one so that's that's really nice um so is it so where in the introduction that you read it talked about the fact that wearing hijab is isn't that not everybody finds it beautiful and stuff mm-hmm. um so what was you know did something in particular ha- happen in the book that made you think you know why people might might think that uh, yeah because um mm-hmm. it's yeah so he, here it says fuzzier Pfizer Asia's eyes wonder why I'm here are you excited I asked about first day of your job she nods smiling big and i feel better someone laughs from nearby a boy pointing at asia why asia's hijab isn't a laugh asia's hijab is like the ocean waving to the sky it's it's always there strong and friendly fantastic okay so what and what does that what did when you read that bit what did that make you think it made me think that like um that oh like some people can be a little bit mean because Mm -hmm. like they don't think that's right as in like Mm -hmm. everyone should just be like them Mm -hmm. as in like they shouldn't have something different to Mm -hmm. make them because they don't want them to be like ooh, like everyone look at them or something like that Mm -hmm. as in like they don't want to put interest in them right okay as in they don't want everyone asking like ooh, what's that as in getting interested they want them to uh, Mm -hmm. to feel like what's that like it's not nice yeah okay they want other people to think that so you think yeah the people don't like other people who maybe look different to them or Mm -hmm. maybe even dress different to them so instead of trying to learn more and be like respectful they they end up making fun which is kind of what happens Mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely interesting now the fact that this book is written by Ibtahaj Muhammad now do you know who Ibtahaj Muhammad is uh, yeah, she's an Olympic uh, medalist mm. who, who does fencing. She does fencing, yes, yeah. mashallah. And and what did that make you think? Like, why do you think um, that Ibtahaj Muhammad felt like she, she you know, she, she maybe wanted to write this book in particular about this story? Um, so then um, it, so, it also says near the back of the book mm-hmm. that um, it says... Yeah. Uh, Authors notes, yeah, mm. and then it's uh, it has a picture of her, mm-hmm. and it says Ibta has his sisters, Asia left, and then Faisal on the right. Mm. Oh, so, so it's also mm-hmm. about like uh, what she, and then in the author, no, no, tell me, yeah, finish yeah. what you're about to say there, yeah, and then um, yeah, and then it's like about her sisters. And then, oh, yeah. okay. So it could be that it's the, yeah, the story. Like she's got the main characters from her sister. Ah, uh, so it might be inspired. So similar to when you were talking about Welcome Ramadan book, um, that that was also based on the author's kind of children. This one yeah. might actually base, be based on Ibtah Hajj's um, sisters, mashallah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's a really lovely note that um, is from Ibtah Hajj at the end of the book where she talks about herself and when she started um uh, wearing hijab and the kind of the the uh, reaction I guess that she also had from from other children you know um about the fact that you know she was wearing and you know people making fun of her um and this idea of, of being other just because of the way that she chose to dress um and then it goes on to say you know she felt like she wanted you know to share this story to show other children that actually you know it's okay to be different and it's something that you should be able to celebrate and obviously she's using you know the hijab you know as part of that and, and you know she says even at the end that finally i wanted to say it loud and proud my hijab is part of me it's a testament to my faith and love of allah it's a tradition i share enthusiastically with my mother and sisters my hijab is beautiful to the young girls out there reading the story who are hijabis so is yours and I think actually this is one of the reasons why it's such a favorite book even one of my favorite books as well because I don't think you know when I was younger and uh, not actually having this kind of representation um, when it comes to whether it's sports um, like the fact that Ibn Hajj is uh, Muhammad is, is a fencer but also even in the books that I used to read and yeah, I think it's really lovely to be able to see yourself reflected um, 
in in yeah in books in films on tv in sports and you know mashallah may it may it continue and you know um for also that success for, for ibtahaj muhammad inshallah as well um so that's been really lovely so you you zahra spoken about um some of your intentions from ramadan you spoke about um the book welcome ramadan um written by leela Leela uh, Asif Tarabain, and you've spoken about um, the proudest blue by Ibtahaj Muhammad, um, which actually is written. It was an uh, in interview um, form with SK Ali, and illustrations and artwork was by Hatim Ali. Um, so, Mashallah, it's really, really lovely two books that you chose. Do you have any sort of message for the listeners for the rest of the month for Ramadan? Uh, try and do your best and try to do um, as much good deeds as you can because like um, shaitan's locked up oh fantastic that's yes that's definitely a, a good thing isn't it so it's the best opportunity best time yeah to, to just do your best do as many good deeds um as possible inshallah and i think it's a wonderful uh, wonderful uh, definitely intention to have that we should always um be yeah be, be doing our best really just like zahra said so um thank you so much zahra for for joining us for this half of the show with your wonderful books and uh, sharing your lovely lovely thoughts with us assalamu alaikum Thank you. Um, so we are going to head over to now the um, uh, a break very shortly. Um, so, uh, you know, usually if it wasn't Ramadan, I'd be telling you to go grab yourselves um, a cup of tea and biscuits. But of course, we are fasting. So maybe you could just take uh, a bit of a lovely break, have a bit of a reflection on some of the things that um, Zahra shared with us. And we will be back with you in a few moments. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the book club show on Inspire 105.1 FM. My name is Imrana and today is Tuesday the 20th of April and it's just um, gone half 10. Um, I hope you managed to have maybe a little bit of a, a, a break um, while the ads were going on. I know obviously we are fasting. Um, inshallah the, the fasting is going well for you. Um, so in the first half of the show we were talking to Zahra and we were talking about two books in particular. The Proudest Blue by Ibtahad Muhammad and the second book was called Welcome Ramadan by Leela Asif Darabain um, and we're just talking a little bit about um, the uh, books themselves um, and the content and some of the themes that they were tackling um, and basically obviously it's aimed at children and, and getting some of Zara's um, thoughts and opinions on, on the book and the illustrations um, and so forth so um, I'm now delighted to be joined um, with my second guest also talking about um, some children um, books um, which would be really really good I think for um, others to read uh, during Ramadan but obviously outside of it as well so I'm just going to invite Sophia into um, the show so assalamu alaikum Sophia assalamu how are you um, this morning good good alhamdulillah and how is your Ramadan going so far easy Alhamdulillah, it's going easy. Okay, that's good. Um, so can you share with um, the listeners maybe one or two intentions that you had for this Ramadan? Um, to... Yes. Any, any intentions that you have or maybe something that you would like to do or that you wanted to do? How about you speak about you have a Ramadan calendar, is that right? Uh, to give charity give charity okay inshallah yeah that's a good one um and do you want to tell us listeners what is it you have a ramadan calendar so what did you do with um um zahra at home with the ramadan calendar what did you prepare for that we put intentions in there you put your intentions in there okay good and what else a special thing did you put into the um, ramadan calendar um, so I think what I'll do is I'm going to ask Zahra because I think she will probably remember um, some of the things that are in the Ramadan calendar. So Zahra, what did you put in the Ramadan calendar? Uh, do the dishes. Do the dishes? Oh, yeah. to help to help um, me, you mean, because I'm your mum? Yeah. Okay, alhamdulillah, that's good. Uh, but what else, my question, what I was asking um, Sophia was, what else did you put into the calendar other than the intentions? Oh, um, 
put sweets you put sweets in it exactly so that every day you have to pick uh, one um sweet and you also pick uh, one of the um intentions that you have in there to do for the day yeah. fantastic okay so coming back to the books because obviously this is the book club show sophia can you tell us what is the first book that you've chosen to speak about today please um my first book that i would like to speak about is um the <laughs> the life of muhammad the sublime Life of Mar- and who is that book written by? Um, it's written by Mo- Moin Uddin oh. Khan. Okay, fantastic. And can you tell me a little bit? Can you read the blurb of the book so our listeners um know what this um this lovely book is about? This unique book covers the whole life of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam in in a simple and beautiful poetic rhyme. The narrative of the story relies on well-known and established events without delving into too much detail on issues where they may exist difference of opinions. Through there on though there are numerous Biographies on the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, most are very in-depth, detailed and lengthy and not always suitable for the lay reader, young adults or children. I wanted to write something which would be short, concise, concise while still giving justice to the chronological order of the life of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam whilst being enjoyable to read thus allowing access for everyone from children adults scholars and late lately to read learn and easily teach the life of of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam amazing that's beautifully read thank you for reading that lovely bio, um, uh, blurb and actually the life of muhammad the sublime the, the little um the subtitle is biography simply told in poetic rhyme um and what do you think about um the book cover itself I and mean, i quite like it do you, do you want to describe what the book cover is like and, and what do you whether you like it and what your thoughts are well it's like based on the prophet wasallam's times like all the houses like they look older mm-hmm. and um, there's like a masjid in the background. Um, there's some palm trees and there's a it's like a path. And a path. Yeah. Um, and where is it? Where is you? You said it's based on the, the times of Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What is the background? Like what kind of setting is it? What is the scene setting? Uh, the desert. The desert, yeah, because it's got kind of like sand dunes or all kind of mountains in the background. It's a really lovely, um, really lovely, simple illustration. But definitely, I think I think you're right. As soon as you look at it, it gives you a sense of, of you know, having something to do with the Prophet Sallallahu life. Um, so now, obviously, it says that it's in poetic rhyme. Um, now, what is there anything in particular about this book that you that you really enjoyed or that you liked? Did you like the fact that it was in like poetic rhyme? Yeah, and it also, and some of the lines, it says, um, like, the verses, they are in the Quran. Oh, so it mentions some of the verses of the Quran. Okay, mashallah, that's really good. Um, and what else were your thoughts on the book itself? Do you think it's it's a good book for, for somebody, you know, like for children? Uh, yeah. Okay, and what do you think is, what do you think the children, other children would enjoy about the book? Um... Yeah, what, so are there any thoughts about what you think other children might enjoy about Muhammad the Sublime? Uh, that it was like, it's telling like what happened during the Prophet's life, but not in a too like mm-hmm. detailed way. Okay, so it's kind of an easy way to understand. But so you learn a lot, you learn a lot about the Prophet's life through through reading the book. Okay, Masha, that's great. And uh, so, did you want to read like an example, like a a, a a short chapter of an example from from one of them? I think so. Some of the chapters, um, obviously, like um, as Sophia said, it, it touches upon different aspects and different uh, kind of um, key moments of the Prophet's life. Um, so it includes, for example, it starts with Ibrahim's prayer. You have Year of the Elephant. Um, birth and childhood it also then um, goes on to include um, first revelation the night journey um, and you know some of the battles um, as well mashallah so the, it, the book even though it's quite a simple book um, there's
there's quite a bit that, that it, it does cover, which is, I think, is really, really amazing in terms of what children can learn. Um, so, Sophia, do you want to read one of the chapters then? Which chapter would you like to read? Uh, the chapter I'm going to read is called The First Revelation. Okay, all right, let's start. Muhammad وسلم, preferred to spend his time in a cave called Hira, where he would contemplate. When he was at the edge of at the age of forty, he was sitting in the cave wide awake. The angel Jibreel came to him and said, Read. He replied he replied truthfully, I cannot read. The angel then took hold of him and pressed him until he felt squeezed. The angel re released him and repeated, Read. He replied the second time, I cannot read. The angel pressed him again. This happened thrice until he felt his breathing would stop. Releasing him, he said, read in the name of your Lord who created creating, created man from a clot. Read, and your Lord is most gracious, who taught by the pen, taught by taught man what he knew not. Muhammad returned home trembling and said, cover me, cover me, to his wife. He informed his wife Khadija of the event and, and said how how he feared for his life. No, Allah would not disgrace you, she said. You speak the truth and maintain family ties. Khadija looked took Khadija took her husband to her cousin Waruk ibn Nafal to seek his advice. He was a Christian who had studied studied the scriptures, now old and lost sight in his eyes. This was the same angel angel who came to Musa alayhi salam. He said, you are a prophet to this nation. You will be expelled by your people. All who came before you also feared per persecution. Waraka added, if I live to see that day, then I will stand by you till the end. The first to believe in the prophet was Khadija and his cousin Ali, who was a... And and his cousin Ali, who was a youth of 10. Also, Abu Bakr, his close companion, followed by other family and friends. Fantastic. MashaAllah, such a beautiful, thank you for reading such a beautiful chapter and also, you know, for reading it so well. And definitely, I think that um, this idea of the um, book being in, you know, in rhyme, I think definitely, definitely is so appealing. It's so lovely to to listen to. Um, now, did you, did you kind of enjoy reading that? Yeah, it was quite nice. Yeah, what what is it that you like? You enjoy reading about it in that way. The fact that it's not just like um, in prose; that it's actually almost like written poetry. What what do you enjoy about that? Uh, I quite like it like that because like like it's like a fun kind of way to read it. Yeah, it's more kind of fun and interesting, definitely. Um, and I think it's it's really nice. And obviously, you know, for you to pick that chapter, it is Ramadan. Obviously, Ramadan is the month of the Quran. It's the month that um, um, it is the month of revelation. So, mashallah, it's a really lovely chapter um, to have picked. So, would you recommend um, other children to, to have this book? Yeah. And do you think this is a book that even maybe adults could read as well? Or do you think no, actually, maybe it's just for it's just better for children? Uh, if like yeah that it would it would be good for adults to read too mm -hmm. yeah i mean when when we i think when we've you know we've had this book and i've definitely enjoyed um listening you know to to uh, to Sophia, you know read it and and actually it's really nice i would say even for adults because um you know there are other of course you know books of sirah but sometimes maybe you just want to kind of get the essence of what the sirah you know the, the life of the prophet Salim, you know was like so actually a book like this is is really nice to i think you know to have and to be able to read um and the book itself is by um as we said by Maureen um, Uddin Khan and it's with um, published by Rolda Press um, and like we said you know it's a really lovely um, the, the, the book illustration the author's note himself so he has written that all praises due to Allah Lord of the worlds we praise him and seek his aid and we send salutations upon his beloved messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the chosen one 
um, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him and his family, companions and all those who follow them in guidance. A few years ago, this feeble servant took upon himself to write the biography of the best of creation in a simple, creative and enjoyable text, which would allow access for everyone from children, adults, scholars and lay teacher read, learn and easily teach the life of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Though there are numerous biographies on the Messenger, most are very in-depth, detailed and lengthy. I wanted to write something which would be short, concise and in a chronological order, whilst being enjoyable to read due to the simple, poetic, rhyming nature of the book. Alhamdulillah, this is the humble work you find here. I have named it Life of Muhammad the Sublime, Biography Simply Told in Poetic Rhyme. I have kept the book in the spirit of the Sunnah and the established traditions and not delved into too much detail of the issues where there is genuine difference. This work can be used as an informative read as well as a, um, a source text for the teaching of the seerah, allowing individual teachers to give their own explanations to supplement this text, inshallah. So that's the author's note, and it gives you know definitely a feel of the intention um, for writing this book and, and for sharing it with others. Um, so definitely, I think you know it's uh, one to to have. Um, now we're also going to um, talk about a second uh, book that Sophia has um, chosen. So Sophia, what is the title of your second book that you would like to talk about today? My second book I'm talking about is called The Prophet's Pond. Right, mashallah, The Prophet's Pond, and who is that written by? Uh, it's written by um so it's the book is by learning roots is that yeah. right learning roots okay yeah so um i think we we weren't sure exactly actually who the author is but it is a learning roots book um so can you describe for our listeners what is this book like for example um in terms of the um book the book cover itself what can you see um so i can see a mum and a no a lady and a boy mm -hmm. and like there's a shooting star and there's like mountains and there's like a really nice pond and they're like on a pier. Ah, oh, okay, lovely. So they're sitting on the pier and, and the mum, well, yeah, I mean, we're guessing it's a mum and, and a son by looking at the book cover because obviously they're, they're kind of hugging each other. But it's such a beautiful cover, definitely. It's one of my favourites in terms of children's books because the, the Prophets Pond, the book title is written in like a, a shiny silver and in the background is basically um, a dark a dark um, sky with stars and, and with shooting stars, you know, as Sophia said, but definitely it's a beautiful scene on the book cover itself. Um, so uh, what we are going to do is talk a little bit about the Prophet's Pond. Um, so Sophia, what is the Prophet's Pond about? Could you read the back of the book, the blurb, please? Um, so the blurb is, says, um, so yeah, there's Arabic, and so do you want to you, you you can read the Arabic, can't you? You've been taking the read lessons. Why don't you try? No, okay, okay, that's fine. I'll I'll read the Arabic, and then you can read um the bit in the English. So it's Fasbiru hatta talqoni alalhoud. Yes, if I mean I unfortunately haven't had, um managed to take um the read lessons, but inshallah Allah will accept that um effort of mine. Um, so Sophia, why don't you read? What is the translation of um that um ayat, and then we can read the rest of the blurb. So that means remain patient until you meet me by the pond. This story was inspired by by the words of the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, as narrated in Sahih al-Bukhari. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, Sahih al-Bukhari, which is a hadith. And obviously, my mistake was it's not obviously an ayat. It's a um, it's a very well known hadith of the Prophet sallam. So um, it was remain patient until you meet me by the pond. Um, and do you want to read the little blurb actually at the at the bottom as well, please? The pond of the Prophet Muhammad is the first place at which the um, at the righteous believers righteous believers will meet the messenger of Allah, of Allah before entering paradise. It has been vividly described in many authentic bahadis and as such belief in the Pond is an essential element of a Muslim's belief in the hereafter. The Prophet's Pond is a beautifully crafted tale, gifting children with a wonderful insight to the breathtaking description, significance, and 
splendor of the pond. Okay, that's good. So of the, the hold, which is the Arabic word for pond. Um, so that's obviously, so the book itself is based on um, that particular hadith. Now, what is it that you liked about this book? Because obviously this is for more younger children, so they were not necessarily um, aimed for children uh, of your age. But obviously um, you've had this book uh, for a while, but what do you like about this book in particular? Uh, that in the book, there's like ponds and like you can feel them, so they have a feeling to it. Oh, okay. So some of the some of the pages have a different texture when you're touching um, the bit about the pond. Okay, so that's really nice to be able to um, look at, definitely. Um, so how do you want to give an example of, um, of what the book is like? So do you want to read literally just the first two pages of what it says? Mummy said, "Said I'm meeting someone by a by a special pond. It's someone of whom I'm most fond." But it may be a little hard to find, so please help me if you'd be so kind. Why, of course, said Mummy. I don't mind. A pond shouldn't be too hard to find. So they set off walking along through a park and way beyond until they stumbled upon. Okay, and then the next page and the following pages, they go on to different areas and different places to search. So this boy is basically saying, the son is saying that he's on search for to meet somebody, right? Um, and so... And, where and how many different places and what type of different places do they end up searching do you you know oh well they go walking off to different settings like the mountains and like a forest mm -hmm. and they explore different like ponds they find okay and like you said so some of them are, are you know um, they have a texture to them um so for example this one in particular um what does it feel like when you're touching it on the page it's smooth it's smooth okay and uh, what is the setting in this particular one so you're looking at it in um, smooth yeah yeah so the setting they're in is in like a like a snowy place like a mountain okay a snowy mountain place okay and what do you think about the illustrations them, themselves so we talked a little bit about the book cover but these are really um i mean when you look at the illustrations what does it make you think of or what do you think um, about them? well like the lady and the boy they don't have like they don't have eyes or anything like that. It's just like their mm. face. Mm. And I really like the illustrations because they're quite like realistic. Yeah, they're really realistic because of the perspective. It almost looks like 3D when, you, when you're looking at um, the pages itself. But yeah, so the illustrations are different from what you find in a normal, maybe kind of mainstream uh, children's book. So there's the, the, you don't have the facial features. Um, it is just kind of the, the, the outline. But I think the colours are amazing, you know, especially the different setting, the, the ponds, the, 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 you know, the... the, the uh, sea and the ponds are really lovely blue um, and obviously the, the green grass and just the mountains and the snow and the sunsets you know some of them are just really really beautiful um, so what are some of the things with the Prophet's Pond Sphere when you first read it or when you've read it recently what are some of the things that had to make you feel when you read it um, that it makes me feel like the late the mum came all the way with her son to like help him find someone at the pond mm. and even and like and like the they keep finding ponds but the boy keeps saying um he told me to have patience until you meet me like mm. and just how the like the, the mom is just like still helping and how do you think and how do you think the boys feeling each time so each time they um they, they go to a pond and he obviously he's trying to look for somebody he wants to meet somebody and obviously that person isn't there um so then obviously he reminds his mom that he told me to have patience until you meet me um so how do you think the boys feeling in this situation in, in the, during the story that like that he really wants to go mm. and find this pond and this person mm -hmm. I like might be having fun spending time with his mom yeah that's true so it's almost like going on an adventure with his mom and you know wanting to meet somebody so how would you describe the person without knowing at, in this moment in the story who it is how do you think the boy might feel about this person that he wants to meet uh he might feel quite happy because like mm -hmm. 
Um, I guess if you're really looking forward to seeing somebody and you're really, you know, you're going to all of this huge journey, it must be someone really important to you, isn't it? You know, and the fact that you're able to have patience. So it comes back to the hadith that we mentioned before, um, that, you know, to to have patience until you meet me. Um, So, and and what do you think the mother was feeling near the end of the book? So we don't obviously necessarily want to spoil it for anybody who's not read it. But what do you think then the mother must be feeling for for his his son? So she's obviously supporting him to help um, him look for the person or the pond. But what else do you think she might be thinking? She might be thinking, like, who does... Who does my son want to meet? And like, yeah. why is that he telling me who mm. he wants to meet? So, yeah. But at the same time, she might be having fun with him. Yeah, that's true. Um, so obviously the the so again the the book itself is based on remain patient until you meet me by the pond, which is obviously the hold. So obviously for adults, we obviously will know who this is in um reference to and it's a lovely lovely ending you know um, obviously we, we're not going to spoil it for anybody who might be listening but it's you know in the end um you know the journey it, it has a lovely ending and um it's something that I personally when I first read the book and I came across it it made me very very emotional actually to read it um because again I think sometimes I do think about um myself growing up and I'm sure many um, uh, parents in my generation who wouldn't have actually had maybe the um access to books like this in terms of you know our faith and, and those things so to be able to gift these to our own children I think is a, a huge huge blessing um so yes yeah, so this was um uh, the book the prophet's pond um and is a book by learning roots um so that's a, another example of a book which would be definitely you know we would recommend um for people um to have on their bookshelves um so before that we were talking about Muhammad the sublime by Moin Uddin Khan and Zahra was talking about um the um Proudest Blue by Ibtahaj Muhammad and also um, a Welcome Ramadan by um, Leela Asitarabain. So we covered quite a few um, quite a few books um, during this show and um, I hope you have enjoyed learning about some of those books and obviously it's great to be able to um, you know take time out to do some reading um, during Ramadan um, and even you know if you ha- need some ideas of what to get as Eid gifts so books are always um, a, a brilliant brilliant gift um, to, to give not only to children but to adults um, as well um, so yes you know you, you can um, also find out I'm sure there's plenty of other books um, that are out there but these four in particular are the ones that we've chosen um, to discuss on the book club show today um, but inshallah you um, have had um, so we are now what in the second week um, of Ramadan inshallah the, the fasts have been going well um, and also you know it's always important to continue, continue renewing our intentions um, for the month um, and doing the well obviously for, for ourselves for our families for our friends uh, for our communities um, you know for all those that, that, that need um, any sort of um, assistance you know we make intention to do that and that's coming back to um Sophia one of Sophia's intentions that she'd mentioned about wanting um, you know to give charity and we know that doesn't always just have to be um something you know like like money it can be just a smile because we know that smiling itself is a sunnah and it's um a sadhaka as well um so inshallah I hope you have a wonderful uh a remaining um a few days of the week and also your Ramadan is full of blessings inshallah I will be back again next week with a new book and a new guest so up until then please keep us all in your du'as and i will see you very soon assalamu alaikum thank you for listening to our podcast why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefm luton